0: heavyweight and women's oh, cats and I'm looking forward to that
1: me too because yeah. apparently she doesn't fight that often
0: i would be a damn near legend at this point
1: yeah
0: alright we here we hot we here and we hot it's the Roundhouse Roundtable you know who it is Armani T and we got B in the building and we here to talk about it we got some stuff for one we got some stuff for UFC and we got some stuff for Bella Tua to talk about so we about to get into it. we going to get straight into the one championship with a no cap recap. All right, let's get it. I sweat my glow up in lightning. Hot, yeah, something like lightning. This shit a hit, on my psyche. psychic. She want me lick, I'm excited. See, I feel that that's my business, and that's why I'm business minded. Need a push, get behind it. It's a science, apply it. Worst from the worst, you tried it. Get a bag get inspired. Shoot your shot. So one championship you said you wanted to talk about it one championship always does a great job at making sure that they have great matchups for their events. And that's that's just one thing I wanted to throw out there like that's why I like talking about one championship is because they have good matchups they keep the action going and the fighters get after it
1: it's true all right so this one was a catch weight muay thai bout and it was nicholas versus eddie nicholas he was ranked number five eddie took it home with the body shot uh the the left hook and ended up knocking him out but because of it being a catch weight eddie doesn't necessarily take his spot as number five but he does move up in the rankings. I don't know how I feel about that one. That was kind of like, if you fight number five, I should be able to take his ranking regardless of whatever weight that we're at. But I get it, but I don't get it. So yeah. that, one, that one that one, was interesting.
0: It's like, you got to uh, face those guys in the division, in that division. If you're going through right. a division, yeah So it's like, if you're in that division, then you can't just say, hey, I'm going to fight all these people over here so I can move up in this division. Uh, right. Unless he gonna stay in that division.
1: And so this one was a featherweight bout. This was Akbar versus Oho, and this did not last for too long. <laughs> Akbar, Akbar was undefeated, so he was definitely trying to keep that zero on there. He went mm-hmm. out there throwing shots. Uh, yeah, I'm a little upset at this one because I think it was stopped too soon. This one where he, Oho, he dropped to the ground. I did see him drop his hands uh, a bit after he was defending himself. But all the shots that Akbar took at him when he was on the ground, they all missed. So it looked good. <laughs> but it reminded me of when Bronson did that knockout. He missed all of all of those ones. And it was considered a TKO, mm. even though every last one missed. It just, you know, I wasn't. Looked. Yeah. It gave off I that guess. image. Perception is everything, I guess, in those in those moments. So I want to do the rest be like, man, that was a bad call. Once they go home and like get a chance to watch it over, if they do watch it over, I I, I wonder about that sometimes. Like they'd just be like, damn, my bad. I mean,
0: it, that's right. I know the reps we gotta think about that sometime when they sit on the toilet or something like I really fucked that one up. <laughs> yeah,
1: just you and I think for this one is it's to me, it's like one of those because like all of those punches miss, and it was just it was unfortunate. So, all right. So, the next one I want to talk about is the Adam Waite bout. This was also MMA. It was Ham versus Harata. And they were supposed to meet in November, but Harata, she missed weight. So, I knew Ham was going to come in with a force to be reckoned with. Herb ham. Dean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Ham going ham. I like ham, but I don't eat ham. So, uh, so yeah. Herb Dean, he had to pull out the yellow car on Harada because... She kept evading and not engaging because Ham was about to put a ham sandwich on that ass. All right, I'm done with those. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but she, she wasn't giving this girl no room. They got on the ground. She was being dominant. It was standing. She was being dominant. She was the one. Uh, leading the fight, she was engaging. She was going after it, and Harada, she was evading a lot till so she got that card pulled on her. When she, once you get that yellow card, that's ten percent of your purse. The second time it's fifty percent. The third time you get a red card, you're DQ'd, and you don't get any of your purse. I've only seen that happen one time, and it was insane.
0: Yeah, that I means you might as well just go ahead and just get walk out.
1: Is you know what I'm saying. <laughs> just... You're not going
0: if you're scared. You might as well just go ahead and walk out.
1: That's what that's what I'm saying. And then the, the last one was a flyweight kickboxing bout. This was mm-hmm. Lake versus Daniel Williams. Daniel did take it on a couple days' notice because Rod Tang got hurt. And I would prefer to see that matchup. I was super <laughs> excited about it. But it's okay. I'm just happy Superlek he was able to defend his belt with dominance because he was able to get the round three ko knockout it looked like he was going for a kick to the neck but it ended up being a knee to the face and he got the ko so whenever champions are able to defend their belts in a stylish fashion that way i'm always super excited yeah
0: and he, that's and this was good for like another tune-up fight before raw tank because honestly i think he needed another one <laughs> before, <laughs> before raw tank so it kind of worked out
1: so yeah, we'll and, yeah. So what's good about kickboxing is it's very similar to Muay Thai. So if if you do a lot of clinch in Muay Thai, I don't recommend going to kickboxing because there's no clinch allowed. And so he he did a really good job of keeping his distance and just utilizing his feet a lot. He ended up throwing a bunch of kicks instead of just going in for the clinch. Rotang, he usually he fire fires pretty wild and he'll clinch up every now and again. But I, I wanted to see what he was like when he's in the boxing world. So you know, shouts out to him on his dominant win.
0: But would have been a way bigger
1: W from Raw Tang, so. Yeah, it, I don't think it would have been a knockout. I'm going to be honest.
0: Yeah, they would have been there all day. Or yeah. Raw Tang would have got him out the way. Like, I would have put... I, I think Raw Tang is one of those guys that's good at, like, separating those disciplines from him doing so many different types of fight. Because, you know, he'll do MMA, he'll do kickboxing, and he'll do Muay Thai.
1: He did, it like, a MMA Muay Thai mix bout with Demetrius one time where it was... Muay Thai for the first round, the second round, it's MMA, so takedowns are allowed. Second round, it goes back to Muay, I mean, third round, it goes back to Muay Thai if yeah. they make it that far, and so, but he got submitted in round two by Demetrius Johnson, so, yeah, he, he stays yeah, clear but, but away that, from MMA.
0: No, no, that's not staying clear away from MMA.
1: <laughs> it was because it's, it was one of those unique bouts, and so it he didn't even tap, he ended up going to sleep, so yeah, just think I that, think that only... That's
0: the, I think that's the one that I saw. I think yeah, that's the that, one that I saw where I said, yeah. like, But when it comes to his kickboxing and Muay Thai, like he's good at separating those disciplines. That's that's kind of like what I'm talking about. But but I have this clear image of him getting choked out by Demetrius Johnson, and now I officially think that he just does MMA now. Like, (laughs) but I don't know. Soon come like he ain't about to just take that and just and just nah I don't know I don't, I don't, think, I don't
1: think so I don't, I, think, I don't think
0: so I think he'll come back look guys like him they come back from stuff like that and they they the guy have come with a little chip on their shoulder <laughs> so that's why I'm saying like I, I would not be surprised if Raw Tang did another MMA event whether it's in U, UFC or one championship he, he already got the clout to just yeah. step into UFC next we're gonna get into the UFC fight night UFC San Antonio San Hagen versus Tito Vera. We're going to talk about it. We,
1: I was just about to say that. So
0: no cap recap for UFC San Antonio.
1: Let's get into
0: it. First fight, I feel like I should have paid for this one. I would have paid for this one more than Leon Usman <laughs> if I would have known what I was already getting. I feel like which one costs more? I like the San Antonio one. That one gave me action-packed. Leon Edwards, Kamar Usman was just, we needed to see some shit. We needed to figure this out yeah <laughs>
1: that's because they trying to make it to the pay-per-views but this was really good fight night i enjoyed yes, this awesome fight, fight night, night. yeah it
0: started out crazy victor altamorano versus vinicus salvador and this one was crazy Swing, wild punches like they were supposed to be the first event for a reason they came out there swinging salvador was swinging a, a crazy right hook and all these unorthodox punches from weird places and touching altamorano but mm-hmm. he did a smart thing and just stayed disciplined and touched him where he needed to touch him and took him down in those times that he needed to take him down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he, this is a good W for him, Altamoreno. And I think, I think he's a dog for real. And if he was given a matchup with somebody who has like a more structured fighting style, then I think that he would have took him out a lot earlier.
1: Mm.
0: Next, and it's crazy how we watch these because you watched you watch like a few of the fights before I did because you watched it live, mm-hmm. and then because we end up not being able to see the beginning of the fight, so and I went back and watched the beginning. So you, I forgot what fight you saw, and you was like, "Oh, that's Fight of the Night," and I had just watched the C.J. Vergara and Daniel Lacerda. and I was
1: like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna tell you why I still stand on that when we get oh, there. You, oh, you okay? You still, I, I, just, still I just I just wanted to know. Stand on. I it. wanted to
0: know if you still stand on that. Yes. So next. CJ vagar versus Daniel Lacerda. CJ Vigar lost, then he won. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happened in this matchup. And the reason why I would say that is because Daniel Lacerda is fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. And it's just in the first round, that shit's crazy how dangerous he is. Yeah. Like it's a lot of motherfuckers that's getting out of out of there in the first round from Daniel Lacerda. But CJ Vigar had that chin like from like since day one battle tested since day one being, in the, UFC, being in the UFC he was
1: running no this this fight should have been stopped in round one the way he was running away from mm-hmm. this man and, and you evade like that you had he had his back turned at one t- at one point running away from this man trying not to get hit and still got hit that's why I think this fight should have been stopped in round one. Boom, the bell rings and bo- he, got a, he got life in him again and Daniel didn't have a, a gas tank. And I, it's fucked up. It's fucked up because it should have been stopped. So, like, that's <laughs> fucked up. It's fucked up. Now, this,
0: this is why I say that I think that it's not messed up. And I think that, like, that is, like, where it's that fine line of reffing where it's, like, where y'all, like, let him fight. Let him fight. And then, it's like the other end of the spectrum. Like that was way too early. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I think that ref did a great job, like as staying in the middle of making sure that the fight went on as long as it was supposed to, and and uh, ending it when it should should have been ended. I think that ref did a phenomenal job. He should have got a motherfucking fifty k bonus for that one too. Like, if, if y'all don't understand good reffing, that was good reffing right there. He stopped that mm-hmm. thing right when it needed to be stopped. Because no, no. because CJ Vagard, regardless of him running or evading, that did not dismiss the fact of him standing up, him constantly moving. and, and Because it's a reason why he survived it. It wasn't mm-hmm. because he was turning around, because Lasardo was turning around looking at the ref, saying like, like hey, is he good? No, Lasardo was on his ass the whole time, nonstop. So he just so happened to they just so happened to get to the ground, and that's what slowed everything down. So that's that slowed down that that onslaught, and then that's when CJ Vegara, like the whole point of this, is that that's why it's three rounds. Because you're supposed to be so good that you guys can fight each other for three rounds and be gassed, and one person will win. I
1: understand that aspect of it, but I still think the ref had a favorite it had to be the hometown favorite which was CJ he had so much energy What the point when he had his back turned running away that was the point you think he
0: should have stopped it right there
1: if you run it like that you have you ever seen a fight stop
0: when somebody running away like that what I'm
1: saying is if you're running away that means you don't want to engage that means you should not be in this fight and don't have your back turned okay use your footwork if somebody's throwing
0: a roundhouse kick and then a head kick <laughs> while running at you. It's but you can run you could back up fast but so much to the point where you got to turn around Andrew, and you, ah, at,
1: you, you never turn your back on your opponent ever okay, ever, ever ever. You
0: can say never ever but CJ Vergara just did it and he got a W and he that's, got 50k. That's cuz
1: the ref the ref saw favoritism for the hometown.
0: But so. this is what I'm saying, you've seen you've seen fighters run turn away and run like Ooh. Izzy, Izzy did it in, in his last fight in Pere- with Pereira.
1: He had his back turn. was yes, he using had his, his
0: back- footwork. He's used either way. If your feet are the things that get you out of the way of harm, then that is footwork. That is footwork. I don't care yes. how you. I, somebody can run circles and then boom jab you. Run circles around you in the garden, Boom jab you and then sprint. They're sprinting and then jab you every time. They'd be like you. He ran from you. No, that's footwork. <laughs> that is a, mm-hmm. a awkward style of footwork. I don't if if that. you're if you're evading and avoiding punches, like pretty much could be dodging punches like that, like like somebody punching towards him and he's like sideways, it's different ways like he was, yeah, our, that's that he was rolling that. That,
1: that's rolling punches. That's different from what I'm talking about of him actually running away trying to get some light of day and not be done. That's what I'm saying. He was Foot running footwork, after him. Footwork and running are two different things.
0: He was running after him. He
1: was. Running I don't know. Away. I don't know.
0: Maybe, maybe you got you got to you can watch the maybe,
1: fight again.
0: Maybe you need to sit, stay, go to the octagon in our gym,
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> let
0: me throw start like just throw shit at you, like dangerous shit, knees, flying knees, high kicks, like running roundhouse that he was throwing spinning kicks while he was running forward and then i'm gonna let you. and then you're gonna see that it's either one
1: you're gonna eat one of those or two you're gonna turn around and, and run my love my love my high kicks and knees are way better than no, yours but
0: what what i'm saying is no that's what i'm saying like is you you're not throwing anything back you just have to get out the way of it that's all you have to do is just get out the way of it don't throw nothing back. Just get out the way of it. You're going to <laughs> eventually. Back. Yes. We're trying to create the same scenario. CJ Vigar. He wasn't, he was, he didn't turn around because there was high kicks and shit coming at him. <laughs> and yes, at the same time, while he was still trying to get his shit together. Absolutely. But there's <laughs> people that happen all throughout this fight night. There's fighters all throughout this fight night that had to get their shit together at moments in, in this fight night. Mm-hmm. Even all through history.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, say CJ
0: Regard had to get his shit together, and the way he got his shit together was the way he got his shit. Together. I've never seen a ref stop a fight from a fighter turning around and running. I've never seen that happen. They should. Okay, I think that's because people be getting out the way when, when <laughs> sometimes that because the refs be understanding, like, hey, this man is throwing high kicks, knees, everything, spinning and jumping while running at me okay I understand CJ go ahead, get on he ain't get on the bike he got on that motherfucking dirt bike <laughs> he got on the. but alright next <laughs> Trevin Giles versus Preston Parsons speaking of somebody trying to get their shit together after getting tagged Trevin Giles got tagged and had to get his shit together but he ain't turn around and start running though mm-hmm. but at the same time he did you know, you know they try to do
1: the little
0: <laughs> back, <laughs> like, like back you- up
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what that remind
0: me of and they be doing that side thing like yeah because parsons was trying to come after him for real he was he wanted to get him finished until that jab was so fucking fast i'm like it was a few jabs i missed because i was blinking and that's not yeah. that's that's the fact you know that was that he needs to do a class on jabs trevin Giles needs to have a whole ted talk seminar on on the jab
1: person was banking on the weight cut and uh having trevin giles gas in the second and third round that did not happen so he had to deal with that man for three rounds and he was trying to take him down and submit him but trevin giles did a great job of evading all of the submissions and just being fluid with his movement
0: oh he tried he thought he was going to get trevin giles like when he first got adjusted to the weight cut like mm-hmm. fighting when he he his first fight, and the thing about it, I don't know if it was his first fight or second fight, uh, uh, after the weight cut. But I think he got knocked out bad. I don't know if it was the first or second one, and it's just like I think it, a tribute to the weight cut, like that water jersey says something about some uh, about losing a lot of weight and water not being like being, uh, having less water in your brain or something like that. So if you get rocked, like you get rocked faster. So I think now. He's just more accustomed to that size. He's mm-hmm. eating right. His body is comfortable being there. Yeah. And I think Preston Parsons thought wrong. Exactly. And that wrestling from Trevin Giles was elite. Yeah, was. And then he didn't want to fucking stand up with him either because the fucking jab was coming. And he was trying to get around the jab. And then that's when the it would be the one. And then that's when the two would come around. So Trevin Giles did his thing on that one. He looked efficient. He
1: really did.
0: Next. Steven Peterson versus Lucas Alexander. Lucas Alexander came through with the W, looked very disciplined, dominant, and dominant, absolutely. (laughs) Steven Steven Peterson, shout out to him. He he you know he retired. I'm glad he knew when it was time.
1: I was about to say that.
0: But he did three rounds of fucking hell though.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he 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 got dropped a couple times, but I respect Steven Peterson so much because it's important to know when it's your time. He said he did not expect to retire, but after that fight, it was only right. It's past his time. He understand Mm -hmm. that. And it is what it is. No hard feelings because he could have got knocked out, brutally hurt very Mm -hmm. badly. And I'm sure like he's in a lot of pain today. (laughs) Uh, So just like that's that's awesome. That's awesome that you knew that. That's awesome that you understand what your body is going Mm -hmm. through. And it's a young man's sports and like just know that. Be honest with yourself
0: about it, and stop lying to yourself. Kamar Usman, pay attention. <laughs> Kamar Usman, he got he got a chip on his shoulder. He trying to get back. He like he, he really do, but he, he ain't got back. no support in his knees,
1: so he just needs to
0: just not. But Lucas Alexander got the motherfucking W, right? eight and three, and looking like he's like he was an undefeated fighter. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how he looking. That's how he was fighting. But next we got Daniel Pineda versus Tucker Lutz. Performance of the night. Daniel Pineda did his thing. He
1: did.
0: The boxing was looking elite. It
1: was. And the
0: grappling was looking elite. Got him out of there. It was. (laughs) really got him out of there. Hey, by guillotine, this was an underdog winning, too. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: Tucker wasn't really, well, I don't think Daniel Pineda was allowing him to put it together the way he wanted to. Well,
1: he probably underestimated the situation.
0: Yeah. Overwhelming and got the W. (laughs) Good boxing, good stance switching, tagging the leg got his leg tagged a bunch too. He was yeah, he was yeah. he was sacrificing his leg and got 50k so got the finish. Next, Chitty Djukwani versus Albert Dureev. and Albert Dureev got the W by split decision. Yes. And this one it was like Chitty was like chilling, worried about the yeah. takedown.
1: Yeah, cuz he got taken down in round 1 and he didn't want that to happen again. So he just stayed very cautious and just tried to keep him at bay, but It wasn't
0: enough. It wasn't. And I would like to assume that fighters are understanding of wrestling techniques and try to work on wrestling techniques, not just jujitsu, because it's got, especially if you're facing a a Russian wrestler, I thought he was going to put it together with the hands, but it's just like, I don't know if it was a cardio thing that was making it hard for him to put it together on the hands by the wrestling that was happening. Mm -hmm. It seemed like he got him out the way by the first round, by just by getting him, getting his, on the ground, getting his cardio done just so he could just wear him down and win by split decision. Yeah. Which I thought was probably unani's but for real. Next, Andrea Lee versus Macy Barber. Macy Barber got the W. This was a good fight. This was back and forth. I liked it. I think Andrea Lee is really putting it together, but I think Macy Barber put it together faster. Andrea Lee seems like she can be one of those ones that start to put it together a little bit later, but when she puts it together, it's super solid to the point where she's making a title run. I think her time is just not right now, but Macy Barber is doing her thing and she's about to get up there in those rankings and she's really going to see how it goes. I think that it's different levels right now. So that's why I appreciate those times in between people's fights, because like you got so much time to get better. Like getting better is really a thing when you're training like every day or every other day or like training, getting better is almost evident. Yeah. And especially when it's focused in and and intentional and Macy Barber, she's been growing throughout this whole thing. So good W for her.
1: Uh, to me, this was fight of the night, because when I think of fight of the night, I think of it going back and forth and not just mm-hmm. being one sided and around. It's just like, you don't know who's going to win this round because it keeps going back and forth. That's why I said, this was fight of the night. They stayed busy and it was constantly something always going on. Even when they were standing they were exchanging, going to the ground. There was constant looping. Nobody was allowing anybody to settle. And it just, it was just fluid and it just kept going. And that's what I appreciated so much uh, about this fight. And when Barbara won, I said she won off of damage. Angela, uh, Andrea Lee, she would have won off of activity. Mm-hmm. So I was just waiting to see how they was going to score. And obviously damage is the number one uh, criteria. Yeah. So I can understand why she won. Do I think she's ready for Blanchefield? Possibly, possibly. I think that'll be a good matchup for them whenever that happens because both of these girls—they got it going on. They got something on the stand up, and they got something on the ground for you. So I can appreciate, yeah, I can appreciate when they're just working on just bettering themselves and not just focusing on one aspect, mm-hmm. but just adding more weapons to their arsenal.
0: Yep. Shout out to Macy, Macy Barber on the W next. You got Nate the train.
1: You see this bicep?
0: <laughs> Versus Austin Lingo. And he got him out there in submission. Ooh. He said, what what type of chunk he said it was? <laughs> the sucker punch. The oh, yeah.
1: Sucker punch rear naked.
0: The sucker that's punch weird. rear naked. <laughs> yeah. That shit was real. That shit was real and knocked the mouthpiece out. So that's how you know who that shit was going austin lingo he got outclassed in this the experience was just Uh, showing
1: he was giving nate some problems in round one touching him up he got dazed a couple of times that's what i don't like that nate has to go through such a storm to get to the other side and it's just it's chipping away at your shield each time and you shouldn't have to experience that much damage you gotta be better about the head movement and getting your head off the center line is I like him as a fighter but I don't like he has to go through so much to get the win even though it is in a fashionably way
0: according according to his last fights he ain't take a lot of damage this fight (laughs) (laughs) he really did not he really was just crazy because him having to come back from that some people are like that like some people are like that austin lingo once he gave him everything that's mm-hmm. when he just got worn down fast
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i think it was
1: probably got discouraged
0: yeah that's what normally happens people like even in jiu-jitsu, you know people throw up their best stuff and then next and the next thing you know it's just like all right <laughs> <Mm-mm-mm>. <laughs> but shout out to nate the train on another w next we got holly home versus yana santos Yana Santos just looked like, first round, yeah, she was looking dominant. Like, if she would have kept that going and and actually got the takedown and committed to the takedown, then maybe it could have went a different way for her. But once she was just like, oh, she's super strong, okay, that's when it went it just downhill from there.
1: Nah, Santos, she wanted to clinch on the cage. She didn't even want to go to the ground. She just wanted to dominate Holly on the side of the cage. Holly said, I will not be denied, and she took everything from this woman. She took her down, held her down, because obviously it was just she wanted to clinch. So it's like, I can't get my kicks off the way I want to. Can't get my punches off the way I want to. All right, don't put you on the ground and, and put you in a crucifix and, and beat your head up and then see how you like that. But, you know, I was nervous. But what made me... Not as nervous as Santos's new mom. She is, what, eight to 10 months off of having her baby. So once I heard that, I was like, that body is not fully healed. Holly about to get in his ass. If she didn't just have a baby, she would have had a bigger chance. But nope.
0: Mm, that's a different perspective. I didn't even, wouldn't even think about that being a source of, you know, even a loss of percentage of, intensity, testosterone, anything, you know, that makes sense. Holly Holm really looked dominant in there. She looked like young Holly Holm in there. Like, I don't want to discredit Holly Holm's work. It just looks like she's progressing, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's big.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Next we got Marlon Vera versus Corey Sandhagen. Corey Sandhagen got the big W. Big W. Big W and... And it was about a split split decision. <laughs> yeah. Marla Verrett, hey, he got some hits, he got some strikes in there, and he touched them up a little bit, but not to where a judge would be like, you know what? Where, judge, I need you to speak on it. I need you to. He was, that where, elbow where, to the Where's where your head at?
1: <laughs> the, the elbow to the head that made Sam Hagen uh, bleed, and the punch to the face that made him bleed as well is the only two damaging points that I can say. I'm
0: winning the fight
1: though. No, like I, when the judge says
0: this way, this means that I think that he won the. That's why I'm saying like based
1: off damage, which
0: is crazy. Yep, that judge won 100 percent damage. He's like, all right, <laughs> this, 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 those are the only two cuts. <laughs> all right, <laughs> like fuck the whole five round fight.
1: Marlon Vera said he couldn't get going. Corey Sanhagan said hey I know how to make this go my way. I'm going to be mobile I'm going to hit you from all angles and I'm just going to try to take you down and I'm just going to keep doing that over and over again until this fight is done and that's exactly what he did and he got the W and he brought out the elbows early
0: Yeah, and that's what I I hear when I hear fighters say I just couldn't get going. (laughs) No he stopped you from getting going like mm-hmm. he did everything he needed to do where you couldn't really set up things and build momentum the way you yeah. want to build momentum. He calmed you down whenever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That's
0: what that's what you say in a five-round fight of a unanimous decision. I just couldn't get going. That, yeah. that's, that's where that comment comes from. Like, but at the same time, like Cheeto was there relying on a moment.
1: Yeah. Which was Corey saying, was, Hagan to stand still, and he did not do that.
0: No, because he touched him, he touched him in those, whenever he got those little moments. Like I I was it was a nail biter to the end because Marlon the was. bell wasn't <laughs> running. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, oh.
1: I, I'm right there with you.
0: And Marlon Vera, I don't know what what he what he has to do now, but now is the only thing that will bring him back and help his situation is him gassing up and boosting up a motherfucking Sean O'Malley fight.
1: Oh, but he uh they are uh, shooting for Peter Young, him and Peter Yan
0: a fight. Yeah, but that's what I was I was going to say, but before before that, if they if they're like, "You have to do one more good fight." And it's probably going to be Peter Yan. If you get Peter Yan then he, he That'll be win a good this. fight for both yeah. of
1: them.
0: And, but you know, depending on how the Aljo and everything changes up there, you know, like Henry Cejudo coming back now. So
1: so who don't come back, win that championship, and then retire again? You think you gonna win? I'm saying if he do win, I, I see him retiring right after. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm about to say Be, said, some, be <laughs> some be some bullshit. I don't, I'm nervous about that one. I ain't gonna say nothing on that one. Um,
0: yeah, but there's no event next week for UFC. They got Bellator coming up next week. Yep, and that is Marcelo Gomez versus Daniel James. And I'm looking to see how Daniel James is going to handle his wrestling. I'm looking forward to seeing this thing. I don't, I don't think they got no, they don't got no picks yet. So yeah,
1: I, I'm looking forward to seeing Cat Zingano and mm-hmm. Leah McCourt. I want, I really want to see that fight because I have yet to see Cat Zingano uh, in the present day. I saw her previous fights, and she was badass. Um, yep. so to see her in current time. I hope she's still badass. So I'm excited
0: to see that one. We be repping Zingano low key. (laughs)
1: Low key, (laughs) high key. (laughs) Ain't no low key about it.
0: We be repping Zingano low key. No, because it's just like we repped the gym, and it's not specifically that person, but it's just like it's
1: just the the culture,
0: the culture that comes. Yeah, that's why it's kind of changed
1: her last name.
0: Yeah, for a reason, because the, the respect that come with it.
1: Get that money.
0: No, the respect that come with that name. All in this area. Yeah, after that, they got the Pereira versus Izzy fight. And we don't, you know, if y'all don't want to get into predictions right now, we don't got to. We can, you know, pick another time to get in predictions.
1: But Next week.
0: Next week, maybe. We'll see. But nobody's pressed to do predictions right now. I'm not super... Stoked to do predictions right now.
1: <laughs> if you take another hiatus, I will fill in. No, <laughs> so. I ain't taking that's not why I took a hiatus. You're not about to... okay, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'll be here, folks.
0: Okay. But hey, that was our show. There ain't no hiatus. We're just gonna be here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't know, what I'm yeah, cause the hiatus, yeah, you know, like, hi, hiatus here, hi, hiatus, but hi, you hi, hi, you get it. Oh, I was about to say, I thought I even hit record this whole time.
1: <laughs> you no, on that hiatus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was the no cap recap. Y'all getting it from different different places. You know, we got one comp, one championship, Bellator. We talking UFC too, so. We're giving, we giving y'all the, the goods, you know? Yeah, PFL about
1: to do their thing
0: soon. Yeah, don't tell everybody. Well, tell all everybody. Right. <laughs> don't tell everybody where you got it from. You know what I'm saying? But tell, tell everybody where you got it from. The Roundhouse Roundtable. Make sure y'all go check us out on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all streaming platforms, all social media. Just go ahead, type Roundhouse Roundtable in on Google and, and try it, see what happens. And it's me and Monty T, and it's B, and we the, we the table better than motherfucking cable, and we out of here. First thing
1: about Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. Everybody knew about Fight
0: Club. Yeah, that's why they knew about it because
1: because <laughs> motherfuckers weren't following the first rule. They <laughs> use a the heat as a
0: sword, cause keep it peace is a boy. Yeah, they go please. keys for you. Say please. That's one please. Don't need no one has two please. Don't leave That's three Four If you do